Hey, he's back again. I'm I'm back, baby. And baby, well that's good because <laughs> it's been it's been rolling really good with us. It's uh, we've been yeah. talking, chatting. Yeah, I think it's uh, interesting. People like listening to us. I think. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's pretty exciting to have that feeling that you know we're you, doing this month after month. Yeah, it's finally getting traction. It's I'm getting traction. I mean, we only had 12 people listen last time, so all you uh, listeners out there that did listen, get your friends to listen. Keep on listening, please. Because we love you, <laughs> and, you know, we want to keep doing this as much as we can. Yes. So, you ready to do some exploring? I am. Well, that's good, because this month's theme for Loot Crate is explore. Let's let's do it. Let's dive right into it. Yeah. So, uh, did you explore uh, last month's crate? I showed you a few things. Yeah. 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 Any any favorites out of out of the bunch? Uh. I don't know. I was kind of cool. Think of the cool the, the Power Ranger. I only I got the Pink yeah, Ranger you, though, you had, so that kind of sucked. You, you had the, the Pink Ranger. Uh, Zach was one of my favorites, but then you can't go wrong with Jason because yeah. he's like he's the captain, he's the leader. You know that's that's who I'd lean to, but I don't know. As a, as a kid, I always had, you know, watching the Power Rangers, a crush on the pink one. So I think... <laughs> well, so special, it's okay that I got the pink yeah, one? Yeah, I think a special place in my heart, <laughs> getting the pink one right off the bat All right. Well, is nice. Well, from what they say, looters, is if you did get a ranger that you didn't like, or maybe you want to collect all five and connect mm -hmm. them all together, you can go to the loot vault, hopefully in a month or two, and they'll have them posted up there so you can buy the rest. I'm just hoping they sell, like, the entire set. I'll totally drop... Mm -hmm. For the entire set. That and uh, the Voltron t-shirt. Yeah, the Voltron t-shirt was pretty cool. It was pretty it had, cool. I thought when I first looked at it, it kind of had a, like a holiday sweater type feel to it with the little sparklies by the yeah. by the tigers. But maybe it wasn't meant to be like that. Maybe <laughs> it was meant to be more 80s graphic, like, boom, here's Voltron. It was It was a pretty, if you didn't see it, it's a pretty, pretty sweet looking shirt. Yep, and I'll get to it later on in the uh, in the episode, but mm -hmm. uh, we'll have an unboxing video where you guys can go on YouTube and check it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so why don't we explore some of the franchises that are coming in December's crit. Mm -hmm. um, we got uh, Destiny 2, uh, Star Wars, you know, for The Last Jedi coming out in uh, literally... Just a couple like of weeks. 12 days. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which we just sat down. I just finally got around to watching it for the first time. Which was awesome. And last but not least is a mystery franchise. Ooh. Normally they like telling us about a week before what but, the mystery franchise is, so hopefully they don't do it this time. Yeah. <laughs> I like being surprised like everyone else. Right. I mean, you like being surprised. I, I like love being, being surprised. surprised. All right. Well, I figure why don't we kick it off with Guardians Volume 2, because we just sat down and watched it, and it's mm -hmm. fresh in our minds. So why did, why did you wait so long to watch it? I just, I don't know. Uh... I wanted to go see it, and just, I never got around to it. I had the opportunity, uh, a friend invited me to go see it with him in the theaters, and 
I was running late, and he's like, there's still a seat next to us, and I was like, by the time I'd get there, I'd miss the opening scene, which was pretty sweet. I know, wasn't it? Groot, baby Groot. He was a violent baby. (laughs) I just like the fact that everything (laughs) going around in the background was blurred. Like, just the foreground, just Groot was just just, dancing around and having uh, a good time. You know, everyone behind him is dying, or mm -hmm. hopefully not dying, but they're being attacked by the octopus monster. Thing, <laughs> I mean that was really awesome. I think that was amazing. That was a great way to intro it, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of introduced us to Baby Groot for the first time, which yep. was kind of nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just loved seeing this movie again. Um, I saw it first time in the theaters, and then saw it a second time in the theaters in 3D, mm-hmm. and the 3D was pretty good, fantastic. Um, but yeah, with this uh, with this movie, it really delved into you know another world of the Guardians. It really didn't necessarily tie into the first one, which was kind of cool. It was kind of its own standalone. Yeah, it just kind of did its own thing with this one. Yeah, its own story, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and the introduction of uh, Quill's father, I thought was rather interesting. Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean it was kind of cheesy, but the whole family, you know, every the whole Guardians family thing. is like a family, and mm-hmm. they are. But I mean, it might have been kind of cheesy. A very it, dysfunctional looking family, but it is. <laughs> it's kind of like almost like Ice Age, where you got a sloth and a saber toothed tiger mm-hmm. and a mammoth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just they, it must be a it must be a really good uh, collaboration. You take yeah. people of different areas and bring them back in and group of misfits the the uh the island of misfit toys type of they thing they are they yeah. are and they're always fine except for rocket and Groot. they seem to be the best pals the best pals because they you know kind of i feel like grew up mm-hmm. together which is nice and you the connection that they had in the first movie you saw that you saw that yeah i just love baby Groot. i mean my favorite baby Groot scene is though when they're getting attacked by the golden people mm-hmm. and he's just sitting in the in the chair where Gamora was sitting like just eating. eating candy yep like yeah he's, he's he is so oblivious <laughs> but as I mean you gotta imagine he's a baby right mm-hmm. he's, he's oblivious to everything else going around him uh-huh. and you know at the very end of the movie spoilers if you guys haven't seen it yeah, out there spoiler alert spoiler alert uh, when they're trying to blow up Ego mm-hmm. you know he's tr- <laughs> he's trying to push <laughs> trying to figure out which button to push yep and He's not necessarily dumb because he got the first two steps. It's like he completely forgets what's going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's getting caught in the moment. I mean, it is. I mean, being in a situation like that, like the pressure is on you. Yeah, but Groot never has any pressure. He's so happy go lucky. That that is true. He's just climbing aboard everyone. He's like the little like squirrel climbing on everyone throughout the entire movie. I don't think mm. he had a care in the world. No, I mean he was just. A dancing, carefree little baby. Yep. So what was your favorite scene? I don't know. I think I think right off the bat with the intro, being introduced to the Guardians again, when they're, excuse me, protecting the batteries, and seeing that uh, Rocket and Quill arguing about the music, and so then they, they just start fighting, and then it, it just shows Baby Groot hooking up the, uh, the cables, and... That's when, you know, you see the, the title of the movie, and then it, the music kicks in, and it just it shows everyone fighting in the background. And there he is just kind of, like, dancing. And then I forgot the name of the animal, but it was the one that he thought that they were looking at him differently or something like that, and he was chasing it down. Um, wow. 
You mean like the little guy, the little like rodent? Yeah, the little thing? rodent thing. Yeah, that, that was so weird. Groot's. I mean, they're 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 Groot's little buddies to attack because yeah, at least he. I mean, he's a little angry baby, but he's got a lot of aggression built up. He does. <laughs> so did you? Uh, you saw the new Infinity Wars trailer? Yes. And uh, I mean, spectacular. There was so many things going through my mind. Like my my jaw literally dropped. I and was. A, and how do you think the Guardians are going to fit in? I mean, at the obviously the tail end of the trailer showed them, you know, hey, who are you guys? Yep. I mean, do you think, I mean, if if I was looking at Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which we just saw, mm-hmm. and, and Nebula and kind of the outer space aspect, I, yep. I, you would think that the Guardians would have a huge Impact. role to play. Yeah. I mean, obviously they don't, do they still have, they, have, they still have the, the Infinity Stone, the purple one. I don't remember. What was that one? I think... Purple Stone is... Was that? It's not the Soul Stone. Because is it the Power? The Power Stone. The Power That's Stone. Right. So they still have it locked away. I don't know. They, it, uh, it's with the, the Nova Corpse. Yep. So, I mean... Do they grab it? Do they help? I mean... We don't know. Yeah, see, that's that's the fun it's, thing. It's either it's, that the Guardians grabbed it or Thanos stole it. I mean, that's one of those things we're going to have to yeah. learn. I don't I don't know. It's one of those weird things where you just... You want to kind of know how it moves mm-hmm. together, but obviously with Vision in the trailer, they you, saw him yeah. stab his head and pluck the stone right out of his yep. head. At the end of the trailer, he already has two stones in his, in his gauntlet. gauntlet. Yeah, I remember watching uh, Age of Ultron for the first time in theaters and seeing that Vision had the uh, the Mind Stone uh, in his forehead. Yeah. And uh, thinking, well, we know Thanos is coming. He's going to get the gauntlet. And it's like, well, you know eventually uh, that he's going to acquire that Oh, it's stone. the Space Stone. Purple the sp- is the Space Stone. The Space stone. stone? Okay. Yep, it allows users to exist in any location move any object throughout reality, warp or rearrange space, teleport themselves to any other place. I mean, this... And we saw that in the trailer. Yeah, I mean, he really needs six stones. This stone, this stone could probably be good enough, right? You'd think. I mean, but he obviously wants... He wants more. He wants, he wants all, all of the power. Them. I mean, I, I just don't know. I mean, I think the Guardians are going to... Do you think that they're just going to save the world? I mean, they are the Guardians of the Galaxy. I they would say, are. I would say... Of everyone in Infinity Wars mm-hmm. winning, winning the war, it would have to be the Guardians. It they'd would have, be, they'd have to win because it. Uh, they have a more thorough background with Thanos. They, I mean, uh, you got Gamora, who's well, they're both daughters. Gamora daughters. and Nebula's yeah. are daughters of Thanos. Exactly. So they they have they have that that history with with Thanos, and Drax is obsessed because he killed his family. His family. Yeah, I I would have to imagine a lot of this stuff would have to. And the route that Nebula went too. Do you think that maybe she'll have an impact with, with Thanos in Infinity War? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, she would probably. She wasn't with the core group at the end of the movie. No. She just well, kind of went off and did her own thing, but. She maybe, might make an appearance. She has to. She wants to kill him. Right. And Gamora gave her a hug, thing that you know I'll always think of us as sisters. So yep. maybe and that now, kind of now we're back together. I think it could work. I think it could work. So yeah, it's definitely going to be fun to see. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that I personally, I think the Guardians are going to win it. And then at the end, Gamora. See, in the comics, the cool thing about the comics, mm. 
is Gamora wants, you know, revenge on Thanos. The Avengers lock Thanos up mm-hmm. in a tight vault. Gamora still wants to kill him. Yep. So I, I, I don't know if that could, that could be a kind of a cool twist, you know, obviously with the MCU kind of falling apart and mm-hmm. not really falling apart. Sorry, didn't mean to use that, but <laughs> ending and uh, they say they're, they're not going to continue it after Avengers 4. Mm-hmm. So maybe they, they could come back to Earth more. Maybe the Guardians will be more Earthbound. Yeah. Or get trapped on Earth. Like the, they did a set, one of these new sets of comics mm-hmm. called Grounded. The Guardians are actually forced to stay on Earth because uh, they destroyed their ship and couldn't leave Earth. And Rocket hates living on Earth because everyone thinks he's a raccoon and a right. woman, So <laughs> The trash panda. The trash panda. <laughs> that had to have been the second best nickname of anyone in the movie, aside from Taserface. Taserface. What kind of... I don't know. There, You could have come up with a better name for yourself than Taserface. Yep. Well, Rocket, Rocket's really funny. He's he, he's like that non-subtle guy that just has to make fun of everything. Right. And watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, just imagining Captain America from Age of Ultron in this like movie where he was just complaining about people's language, he'd you have know, a conniption fit. I know. He would have a conniption fit. Well, you know, anything goes in space. That is true. I mean, they... They don't know, I mean, of all the planets out. I mean, maybe the closest person that might know would be maybe Thor. Thor would probably know about the vastness of space. Even mm-hmm. though it's from a different realm, I think right. he might know Have that. more of the vastness of space. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think with all the worlds out there, Captain America's just going to have to... Just accept it. Has just accept it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, another franchise with a lot of... Uh, a lot of worlds out there is uh, Star Wars. Oh, yep. Yep, and millions of planets. Although it does take place in a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. But at this point, we don't know how far away Earth was from in in our in uh, Guardians reality. Right. I mean, it, they could be on the uh, outer rim, mm-hmm. as it were. Yeah, <laughs> they very well could have been. Yep. And since Disney is uh, owned by Marvel, and Marvel now owns Star Wars, maybe we could see a cross. No, probably not. A crossover. <laughs> well, see, it takes place in a galaxy far, far away a long, long time ago. So maybe mm. this is just the start. Maybe Star Wars Leads is the prequel to, to Marvel, to the Guardians. They could. They maybe it'd be after a plot the Empire's twist. all gone, mm-hmm. and then the next guy is Thanos. Like after after Snoke is gone. It's Thanos. It's Thanos. What if? What if? That could be great. That would be like the ultimate post-credit scene. That would be the most amazing post-credit scene at the end of episode 9. So, we got episode 8, Last Jedi coming up at the mm-hmm. end of 9. Snoke's probably dead, yep. right? They gotta kill him. If it's gonna follow the trilogy, mm-hmm. Snoke's gotta be gone at the end of 9. Something's gonna happen to Something's him. Something's gonna happen to him. And obviously, you need another villain, so Thanos definitely seems like... The candidate. This candidate for the mm-hmm. next villain in the Star Wars universe. And Ryan Johnson wants to make more Star Wars. It is a perfect way to lean in. Perfect way it. to lean in. And and mm-hmm. since they own the own the rights from Marvel, I think they should go for it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, you know it's going to make money. The yep. People will probably be... Confused. A little confused, but <laughs> you know that collaborating two franchises together, that it might... 
I mean, we've seen it with, like, Transformers and G.I. Joes. Yeah, worlds can collide. Yeah. And I'm currently reading Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters. So See, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Two different dimensions, one New York. Can coexist. They can. So are you excited for Porgs? Uh... You know what? I had no idea what they were. I saw the trailer for The Last Jedi, and when we saw our for- first glimpse of them, uh, I was like, well, that's cool. But then like, I started watching the trailer reactions on YouTube, and people were freaking out. They were just like, oh, that's like another cute animal from Star Wars. Like, it was like, it's going to be like one of those things like how BB-8 was for The Force Awakens. Yeah, I know, and it was so funny because when I saw the very first trailer and saw the porn, I'm like, oh, that's cute. I don't think anyone thought anything of it because I was reading about it online, mm-hmm. and it was literally just just an animal. It was, it's going to be in the movie for two seconds is all I saw. Maybe mm-hmm. they did some reshoots. But seriously, as soon as Force Friday came out and all the toys started coming out for the new Last Jedi movie, they were just porgs everywhere. everywhere. And I'm like, come on, BB-8 is going to be in the movie longer than the porg, right? Can't take him over. I yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just that's how they they target like little kids, little kids, yeah. big eyes, cute things. Like, what if they like made them into like the Furby type of toys? Furby porgs. I could see a Furby porg. Coming out. I, I think that would make a lot of money. Yeah, and I want to know how the Porg made it onto the Millennium Falcon. I mean, Chewbacca seems to like his little Porg. I got a pop vinyl with him holding holding his Porg. Right, and then you saw him in the cockpit for the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. So it's like... I thought he was just going to be on like a world of just, just, just scanning the environment and all mm-hmm. of a sudden Porg, and then that was it. But maybe Chewbacca's on that world and sees him and is like, hey, I need a pet. Right. Can a Wookiee have a pet? Maybe. I thought the Wookiee was the pet. Maybe. Maybe the Wookiee, maybe Chewbacca's the new Han Solo, mm-hmm. and Chewbacca's like, okay, I need a pet, like Han Solo was to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get a Porg. <laughs> that could be it. Yeah. Like, what if what if actually, from what we've seen from the trailer with the Porgs, is that, oh, it's just going to be like a little cute animal, but what if it has like a huge meaning to The Last Jedi? Like, what if it's like a, a huge key that people are just overlooking? It's a Force Porg. Yeah. He, he has the power of the force inside of him. Maybe. And he just is like an extension of it. Maybe. I mean, that could be good. And that's another space-themed uh, jingle. The Jetsons. The Jetsons. <laughs> the Jetsons will not be in The Force Awakens. No, 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 no. Sorry. The cameo of them just driving through space, but just that past, like awesome. the just... What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> and it folds up into a suitcase. You're like, why can't my X-Wing fold up into a suitcase? It'd be so much easier to transport. <laughs> but yeah, you're going to go see it on the 15th? I think I couldn't get tickets. It's sold out. <sighs> Maybe. if I mean, if I can, I'm not going to see it unless it's in IMAX. This is a so. movie that I'm going to... I'm gonna. I have to see it in IMAX. Yeah, see, I saw Force Awakens... When I saw all six, all seven of them in a row, mm-hmm. I Ooh. went to the theater at start at four a.m. and watched all seven Star Wars movies leading up to the final, and watched the final at the very. How end. was the intermission after each movie? About twenty minutes. Get up, between. stretch, go to yeah. the bathroom. They and... gave us unlimited popcorn for the whole time. They gave us breakfast. They gave they us gave lunch. you breakfast. Yeah. What are they? It was just like a couple bagels and. Oh, okay. Stuff. So I mean, it wasn't the best, but right. At least they. Thought outside than theater food. Yep, and then between stuff. then between episodes five and six, they let us actually go out and and get lunch. So I went across the street and got some food, and mm-hmm. then 
you know, then there was only about a 20 minute, 30 minute gap between six and then seven. And yeah, it was amazing. So I got to see it in just a regular theater. But then about two weeks later, one of my friends called me. and was like, Hey, you want to see star Wars? I'm like, yeah, yes. I'll see it again. And we <laughs> yeah. saw it in IMAX down in Burnsville. And mm-hmm. So I actually am hoping to see it uh, during one of my free screenings. Mm-hmm. I entered a contest not too long ago to see it at the uh, Zoo IMAX. Oh. And that is the, one of the largest IMAX screens that, in the country. I, uh, I had the fortunate luck when Rogue Squadron came out. Uh, Rain Lake, because I remember the night I went to go see it, it was with my uh, good friend of mine, and uh, his... His brother got tickets, but I remember it snowing that night, and the roads were a little Ooh. little crappy. So we, we were late. We we missed the part of, um, uh, what's her name? I'm spacing on her name. Ray? Ray, as a kid, and she goes into hiding. Oh, yeah. We missed that opening part, but we saw Rogue Squadron in the zoo. Like, oh, on nice. that. It was nice. Yeah, that's really awesome. No, it's, uh... I'm 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 wait I can't wait. It's gonna be such a good episode. I think mm-hmm. I, the tying in the light and the dark force again. Yes, and, and there's so many questions in the trailer. Like, and uh, do you think uh, someone's gonna come out of the out of the woodwork and be like Ray? I am your father. I am your father. Uh, <laughs> maybe are they gonna do it again? Maybe because between okay, New Hope. And Force Awakens mm-hmm. were literally almost the same same movie. And they were. Uh, like, Ray was kind of like Luke. Uh, and I guess there wasn't really an Obi-Wan per se, but she was kind of a lost orphan. Yep, on a finds desert, desert planet. Desert planet, finds a family. And mm-hmm. Comes he, across the Millennium Falcon. Falcon and, and then there's a Death Star, and they destroy you it. You would think... After watching The Force Awakens, I was really excited about it, and I was telling a good friend of mine who's just, he loves Star Wars, he grew up watching Star Wars and whatnot, and I was, I was giving him my opinion, like, it's good, it's good, and he watched it, and he he expressed what he didn't like about that movie, and going back, and I'm just like, I, I can see that. Yeah. Like, it's just... I mean, I get it's for a new generation, and that's kind yeah. of how they played it. They're like, oh, let's play it for a new generation. And yes, I mean, but you, I mean, it, yeah, it wasn't word for word, but it mm-hmm. was like who, the Death Star didn't work twice. So no. then, instead of making a Death Star, you made one in a planet. planet. Yeah, and I mean, I have this feeling now that with uh, Force Awakens or with uh, Last Jedi, uh, it's going to be like Empire Strikes Back. Ray is going to an island. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was a, a planet. There's not a swamp, yep. but he's going to a Yoda. Yeah. Or she's going to a Yoda, and she's going to learn how to use the Force just like Luke there's, did. Yep. I mean, it's, there's so many, like... There is... I saw, like, comparison photos of, like, Luke and Yoda, and then it's Rey and Luke. And then I even, like, behind the scenes when they first started filming uh, The Last Jedi, was it was Luke and... Uh, well, Mark Hamill. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Rey was on... Luke's back, like, as oh. if, like, Yoda was on Luke's back. I was just like, is this, like, leading, like, is this a hint of what, like, what's going to happen in The yeah. Last Jedi? I mean, not that it's not going to be a good movie, because I'm, I'm absolutely positive it it's is. It's probably going to be my but, favorite. But you you just watch these things, and you're like, they're just reliving it over again. Mm-hmm. Like, what, you know, they're, they always say, you know, what what's in the past is doomed to be repeated. Mm-hmm. You know, if not done right, and... That's 
pretty much right. what's going to happen. I mean, Snoke is the emperor. You know, I mean, well, I don't know if he's, he's considered the big the, bad. He's the big bad. Mm-hmm. And then you got uh, Kylo, Kylo Ren, Ren as the Vader. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, it's going to be interesting, but I feel like I'm going to watch it again and be like, oh, this is Empire. I just hope uh, if they go the same route, which I'm sure they won't, hopefully, uh, I just hope that if, if Luke... If Luke goes, I hope he doesn't go the way that Obi-Wan went. Oh, like, just the... Just the whoo, just vanishes. <laughs> no, it'll be much more bloody. Yes. They don't. They have They have special effects this time around. Cut off the head and cauterize it at the same time, and it's just like, just an over-dramatic scene of Luke just, just getting killed by Kylo Ren. You know, I mean, I don't know if that's how it's going to happen, no. or if he's going to continue on to the maybe last go. movie. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be the Grey Force. The Grey Force? Yeah, it's like the in-between. So it's like, oh, it's like... <laughs> yeah, so like, I looked this up. I wasn't... I, I'm not like a huge follower of Star Wars, just like watching the movies and whatnot, but there is a thing, the Grey Force, where like, so you have to be directly one way with the force so you have to you have to have one set of mentality to be on the jedi side and one set of mentality to be on the dark side yeah but you can have both and be in the gray force and that's kind of what they're thinking ray might be like maybe or luke or luke after you know training kylo ren and Almost pretty much screwing up. Yeah, just like, I dropped the ball on this one, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make him evil. Right, and he killed one of my best friends. I just wasn't really into it. I mean... The Force Awakens? No, I'm talking about Ray being trained. Or uh, oh. Kylo Ren being trained. Yeah. But I wasn't really into it. I thought he'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan didn't do the best job with me, so I figured I could be just slightly a better mentor than Obi-Wan was. How well did that work out for Exactly. He had a a little green puppet teach him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that really didn't go very well either. One thing quick, uh, Star Wars related, I was watching a a YouTube, it was an interview, Um, John Lithgow was with like Will Ferrell, Mel Gibson, and Mark Wahlberg on one of the British talk shows for like Daddy's Home 2. And one of the trivia things that they talked about was George Lucas did a radio show broadcast of like of Star Wars back when The Empire Strikes Back when that first started coming out. Yeah. And uh the original actor who portrayed Yoda didn't wasn't interested. And so uh John Lithgow, he was doing a stage production or something like that and he ended up getting the job as Yoda for the voice on that radio. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know. I was like John Lithgow could do a pretty good Yoda, although it's kind of a cartoonish type voice. Yeah. They could have just got the guy that done Fozzie. Yeah. I don't know who took over after Jim Henson passed away, but whoever, that's Fozzie's voice from the from the Muppets. Yeah. That's what Yoda's voice is, is Fozzie. Oh. I guess I've never really, I've never really caught on to that. Yeah, watch it again, you'd be like, where's Rubber Chicken? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited. You're excited? I'm excited. I'm pumped. Maybe maybe the Tuesday after we can go and see it uh, at the $5 movie day. Yeah. Because, you know, hopefully all the tickets are, some tickets everyone, are going to still be available. The whole rush will be out the, out the door. Everyone will see it. And we can go. And we can go. That sounds like a good plan. So we're going to, we're going to stay in space, I think. Mm-hmm. 
but we're going to change it up just slightly to video games over movies. Ooh, okay. So the third franchise in this box is Destiny 2. Destiny 2. Which I never played Destiny 1, and unfortunately never really had any interest in playing Destiny 2. Yeah, I I played the first one. Um, I couldn't get into it by myself. I found it pretty repetitive, um, unless you have friends that had it. Because uh, it looks like it's online. Yeah. Um, it's a lot funner, but even then, playing with friends, I personally found it repetitive. Um, was it just like it Halo just, or kind of or Halo or Call it, of Duty? It was online? like a mix. It was a mixture of like Halo and Call of Duty. Um, yeah. and just I felt like doing the same missions, like it on different planets, and it's just. I felt like there was no direction with the storyline. Like, it's, you would jump to a planet, do the missions there, but then some of the missions would be locked. I don't know. Yeah, is it is there a story, or is it all just online first-person shooter? There are story missions. I don't know what it is for the second one, but uh, it's all it's all online. Um, first-person oh. shooter. I think it's got the same aspects from the first Destiny game, like the player versus environment and... Player versus player. Um, I mean, it's... Well, even the modes on here say multiplayer. So I wonder if, I mean, maybe... Like a huge team deathmatch type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. This game type wouldn't be interesting. I like story. Like, I got, like, long... I like games with long story. Yeah. I'll play online a little bit, but I usually get pretty bored with it pretty quick. Mm Because either I don't want to level up to get better, or I am maybe a little bit too good because I'm getting placed in easier... Yeah. Person-on-person shooter, or I just like getting a sniper rifle, hiding under a bush, and just picking people up one by yeah. one, which is fun in its own right, but... Until you get caught doing it. Yes, and, and then people hate you forever. But you don't know them, because they're across the, the right. world and other But they'll places. talk the meanest crap to you over online, be like, you, you're just sitting there, you're just... Yep. It's online so. gaming. Unfortunately, I like to say I had more to talk about Destiny 2, but if anyone out there likes Destiny 2 and thinks there's a good reason why I should like it, make sure to comment on our uh, post. I, I don't know. For anyone who listens, obviously you can make comments mm-hmm. um, to the podcast inside the app that you listen to it on. You know, make I'm some comments. Give it, give it, you know, give us some insight. Let mm-hmm. us know. But until then, I probably won't pick it up. Yeah, right now I'm just not really interested in it. So... One cool thing that's going on in this uh, edition of Loot Crate, being mm-hmm. that it's December maybe, or it's a holiday, so they want us to give us a little mystery, mm-hmm. but there's a franchise they're not telling us about. I wonder what it is. Well, I don't know. That's why it's a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I can tell you that it has something to do with this theme. Uh. Explore. Well, hopefully. I, I would assume that a mystery franchise would mm-hmm. have it. But So I thought of something kind of fun. I'll ask you a question, mm-hmm. and you can, uh, you can tell me what you think. So if you could explore any fictional world mm-hmm. and live through it, which would you choose? See, I, I'm, I'm torn between DC and Marvel. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. I think just being in New York City or Gotham or Metropolis and being in that same realm of... The Justice League, like, you're seeing the Justice League take on, like, Darkseid, or you're seeing the Avengers take on, like, Ultron, or seeing the X-Men. I think just 
being in that sort of danger that you know that there's like a, a superior being from space coming and the whole jeopardy of Earth is like it's in their hands to protect. So you'd be a civilian. Uh, I think it would be sweet to kind of witness that. I mean, as crappy as a situation as that sounds, but I think being a civilian or being one of the Marvel or DC characters, like, I think being Wolverine would be pretty sweet. Well, you do have the beard for it. I, yeah, I I think I could pull, like, a hairier Wolverine (laughs) with a longer beard, uh, but just... The healing factor, like I mean, I'm sure he's he's one of the more violent uh, characters of Marvel that they haven't really delved deep in since Logan and uh, 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 the the Wolverine movie, the Wolverine, yeah, that you actually got to see blood on his claws and yeah. in Days of Future Past, yeah, uh, no, the uh, Age of uh, Apocalypse, Apocalypse, you saw that, but. In the other X-Men movies, you didn't really see blood on his claws. There was a slashing and... So you think being in the Marvel Marvel world... I think I'd favor being in the Marvel world, being like Wolverine or something. Nice. What about you? Well, um, one of my favorite movies is uh, is The Princess Bride. Oh, yep. And uh, just uh, living living in that, in that world with mm-hmm. uh, giants and R-O-U-S's and kings and... Yeah, and smart people, and I think it'd be kind of fun, kind of relaxing a little bit. Mm-hmm. As long, you know, as long as uh, Wesley's the king and not, uh, um, what was his name? Crap, Humperdinck, Humperdinck. Prince Humperdinck. Humperdinck. Him being the king would uh-huh. be bad. Wesley, Wesley uh, has to take him on, or Domingo Montoya just needs to kill him. I think they can do that. Yeah. And then then we can live uh, with Princess Buttercup being the queen, mm-hmm. Wesley being the king, and it'd be a pretty relaxing ride, I think. <laughs> they gotta close down the fire swamp, though. It's really, really dangerous. They can just let anyone walk in there. Yeah, I mean, having a name, Fire Swamp. I haven't seen The Princess Bride in, in ages. No? You should totally watch it. Yeah. It's gonna be the best. Uh... I I will have to because I remember watching that in school. Yep, that's where I watched it yeah, for the first time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got to keep watching this over and like, over and over crap, again. Holy crap! Like that's Andre the Giant. Like that's yep. Holy crap! Big guy, that big is, strong guy. Yeah. So that's all classic. right. Well, that's awesome. Well, let us know what you guys think. Uh, what world you guys would want to live in? Because mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to get a conversation going. I will say real quick. Other than Wolverine, I think it would be sweet to be Godzilla. I think that would be pretty sweet. Live in the Godzilla world? Yeah. Be a be, monster? Be Godzilla. Be Godzilla? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you might die at the end, but... Yes. I hope not, but... <laughs> you think you could kill everyone, but... And have those giant... I mean, would you ever want to be, like, a giant, like... Besides, like, the Princess Bride, do you have, like, another one where, like, you'd... I don't know. There's a lot of worlds out there. A lot of fictional worlds. It's hard worlds. to choose just one. Oh, I could be in the in the 24 world. I could be Jack Bauer. That would be legit. There's some sketchy situations though. I know. You have to live through it. That's 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 the key. You have to live through everything. A lot of nuclear war. That is that's the scariest thought right there. <laughs> like just one simplest mishap. Oh. And it's just. 
nuclear winter. Maybe next is, maybe next year I could go for ha- Halloween, go as Jack Bauer. Get a nice little jet la- jacket, satchel. I think you could pull it off. I could pull it off. Yeah. But yeah, so you want to hear some other, th- other cool thing besides the mystery franchise that's going to be in the box? What's that? They are giving us another item from one of the other monthly crates that Loot Crate does. Either Loot Anime, Loot Gaming, Loot Wear. Really? Uh, Sanyo, the Sanyo crate, which I really hope because that's the Hello Kitty crate. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think I want another item from that. But <laughs> maybe. Right. Or from Loot Now that Wear. you said it. <laughs> yeah, right? That's the one that's going to go. But yeah, so it's, it's going to be kind of cool. They're giving us a free item to showcase from... one of the other... Boxes. boxes that they offer, which is kind of cool. They they couldn't say whether it's going to be from an older box or from one of the newer boxes that they're doing right now, mm-hmm. but I'm excited. It's going to yeah. be kind of cool to see something that... That, that isn't know. usually in... Unless I've already gotten it, because I've, right. I've, got, I've gotten three Marvel crates already. Uh, I've never gotten an anime crate. I've gotten one gaming crate, mm-hmm. so I think that I'm pretty safe there. Mm-hmm. I never got any of the lootware stuff, although that stuff is amazing. Yeah. But I do also buy a lot of stuff from the Loot Vault, from other crates as well, so fingers crossed it's not a duplicate. That's oh. that's kind of the hope, is fingers crossed it's not a duplicate. Yeah. But if it is, I'll uh, sell it to you. And, or I'd maybe be, give it to you. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's about all the loot time that we have today. So, in closing... Get this crate. It's going to be amazing. Explore the worlds of Star Wars, Guardians, Destiny 2, a mystery franchise. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loot Losers. Mm-hmm. Uh, email us if you have questions or concern at loottime at yahoo.com. You can find us on Facebook by typing in the words Loot Time, clicking follow. Yes, you can. Um, for our podcast that you're now listening to, oh, you obviously found it. Right. <laughs> but for telling your friends and listening in the future, you can listen to us at looptime.podbean.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find us on Google and iTunes. Um, and coming up in this upcoming week, um, so mind you, this podcast is being posted on December 12th, like yep. it is every month on the 12th. But after you listen to this, go over to YouTube. Check out our new unboxing channel for Loot Time. It's yes. called What's, what's in, the in the Box. What's uh, in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> and I'll tell you what's in the box by going there and listening to it. So it's going to be awesome. Um, be sure to order your Loot Crate by December 19th by 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Um, now, all for all you cool people out there, I have an awesome code. You can go there and uh, when you go to uh, pay... Type in the code Holiday Hero. Uh, that's H O L I D A D A Y H E R O Hero, and you get ten percent off any subscription from Loot Crate. So make sure to save some money. That's always good. Take advantage of that. Yep, and I'll post a link to it. Link to it in our social media, so you can type it on in. And uh, that's about it. I'm Steven Sklansky. I'm Kevin Hebner. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Go. <laughs>